glory 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 shalom this is diaries of a girl in love with jesus podcast and i am your host felista christ glory 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 Father Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, I give thanks for the gift of this morning. Thank you for the privilege to share your word. Your word is life. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Lord, this day I am ready to be used of you, to speak your word with boldness. In truth, I can never lie to anyone and I can never be lied to. I thank you that I walk in truth because your spirit of truth dwells in me. I speak as I am led of your spirit. Thank you for the revelations, for the deep truths that you have seated in my spirit, that you have revealed to me by your precious Holy Spirit. I give thanks. I give thanks for my listeners this day. I thank you that they are blessed of understanding, wisdom, and knowledge in the name of Jesus and that they respond to the word it is a blessing to be your child it is a blessing to be your vessel it is a blessing to be your mouthpiece in the name of jesus amen and amen and amen um shalom 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 i know you're wondering this is not normally how we talk all right but i'm in a room and I'm really trying not to wake up people. And my voice is still a little hoarse. Because, yeah. So please just bear with me today. I'll, I won't be as loud as I'm normally. I am normally. But we're still together. Alright. You can still hear me say glory. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's begin today's devotional. Welcome to Diaries of a Girl in Love with Jesus podcast. Welcome to hashtag Wake Up Diaries of a Girl in Love with Jesus. My name is Felista Christ and Christ is my relative. It is a privilege to be here this day with you. I love you. Let's begin. Our topic today is persisting in prayer, right? Today is Friday, 12th, February, 2021. And we're reading from James chapter 5 and verse 16. Remember, even before I start, this is the month of grace. All right. So we're reading from James 5 and verse 16. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Let's read. The Amplified Classic Version of our theme verse places the premium on persistent prayer. I hope you can hear me. Remember, even before I start, this is... Um, um, let's, let me just pick it up one more time. The Amplified Classic Version of our theme verse places the premium on persistent prayer. The earnest, that is, heartfelt, 
continued prayer over Russia's man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Oh, glory to God. Listen, the earnest had felt continued prayer over Russia's man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. The word continued is a clear indication that there must be some persistence. You don't just mutter a few words and say the issue is done and dusted. You keep pushing until you have the note of victory in your spirit. This is really, really, really profound. And I'm just being reminded of what my woman of God, Evangelist Felix, normally tells us that at some point God told her that her, uh, that her children, like God's children, normally give up quite easily. Today we are being talked to concerning persistence and I've just been given um, an illustration to use as I was just about to start recording. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You reveal all these things to me. You see, let's give an illustration. Um, let's use this illustration rather. Let's say a door is is locked, all right? And uh, you really, really, really want to open it. And let's say, for example, you don't have the key, all right? And uh, you have a sledgehammer. So maybe the first time when you knock it down, it won't come out, even if it's a metal door. The first time you knock it, probably it won't come down. But the more, the more you knock it, the more you pound on it, the more it weakens and it will open. This is my point. That door will not open with the first knock. But that does not mean the knobs are not weakened or are not loosened. But the more you persist, the more you continue using that sledge armor on that door, the door will open. All right. I know maybe it is up, but you get what I'm saying. Persistence breaks resistance. That is my point. And that is the point of prayer. It might not seem that the situation you're praying about has changed, but that does not mean you should not continue to pray. Remember, we are told we walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. Who tells you that it has not changed? Your physical eyes. But remember, we do not measure this walk of faith by our sight. What this physical eye can see is limited. The spiritual realm is far realer than what our physical is. So we fix not our eyes on things that are seen, but on the things that are not seen. For the things that are seen are temporary, but those that are not are eternal. Who tells you that that situation is not changing your mind? Just because you can see pink, it's not all there is. I, I hope you're getting what I'm saying. All right? We walk not by sight, we walk by faith. Just because you're praying and you, it feels like the symptoms are not receding does not mean the situation has not changed. It is first achieved in the spiritual realm before before you can see it in the physical. Uh, there's, a, there's something I was, I've been working on and I was asking the Holy Spirit, 
how do I work on it? And he told me, sow in the spiritual and you will reap in the physical. Once you have that victory in the spiritual realm, no one can take it for you. Battles are won in the spiritual realm before they are won in the physical. Alright? Okay, let's continue. Keynote continued heartfelt. If a prayer does not move you, it cannot move God. Alright. Let's take a cue from the master on a, on a certain occasion. He took his three closest disciples, Peter, James, and John, with him to a place called Gethsemane to pray. Matthew 26, 39 tells us, And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Look by the Spirit reveals, and being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Luke 22 and verse 44. Jesus was distraught, and he prayed with much intensity. This was no casual two-minute prayer. Recall that he chastised the disciples for their weakness and inability to keep watch pray with him for an hour matthew 26 and verse 40 the lord persisted because he understood what was at stake what he was praying about was beyond himself he was about to endure aspiration from his father it was about the salvation of general of generations past present and future so definitely this is this was a heartfelt prayer because it was not just about himself. It was about the many that he was going to save. It was about his separation from the Father. Heartfelt, earnest prayer. He was looking at eternity for all those who had gone by and those who were living at the time and those who would ever come. So he prayed and persisted in prayer. All right? This is what is required of us today. The stakes are much higher than ever. There's a fight for the souls of men and we must agonize in prayer for their salvation. We must keep praying and interceding until the last soul that must be won is reached and brought into the kingdom before the rapture of the church. In the same manner of persistence, and had felt prayer that Jesus made, and even in a higher level, because it's also about souls right now. Let us continue praying. It's about time to shift from just praying for our own self to praying for other people. Remember, there are many that are still in the kingdom of God, uh, darkness, but us who are in the light, it is our job to open our eyes, open their eyes. How? By the gospel. But you see, you cannot enter into a strong man's territory and talk, take over their house before first binding them. And remember I said, you win your battles spiritually because before you can see the victory in the physical. As long as you have that soul spiritually, when you go talking to them, it's guaranteed you'll have them. So even before you go evangelizing, 
pray pray about souls and you see when you are earnest and sincere in your prayer about souls it won't be hard to win souls because you have the lord of harvest working in you so yeah for sure the stakes are a little higher right now because jesus christ is coming back and he told me some time back that we have a few moments we have a short time to represent him here on earth so it is time to pray for souls. It is time for, to weep for souls. And remember, um, yeah, as I finish, um, there's one of the Beatitudes that says that those that mourn shall be comforted. The mourning is not mourning because uh, you lost your phone, because you lost your parents. It's those that mourn for souls. Do you know how profound it is to see someone that you've been praying for actually change do you know how beautiful it is to see the product of your prayer it's it's honestly uh moving and it inspires you to continue praying so let us continue making heartfelt and continued prayer let us be persistent and you see the persistent this is why i said that this is the month of grace everything that you require you are divinely positioned, divinely helped, marvelously helped to prosper because it is the month of grace. So take advantage of this month of grace. If it is a grace of prayer that you require, receive it in the name of Jesus, boldly, confidently, because you are a child of God. All right. So if it is the grace to pray that you require, receive it and let's pray. Let's persist. Let's keep sledging on those doors. And they will break. Alright. And with that. Uh, let's take the prayer. Um, let's take the prayer. Dear Father. Thank you for helping me build a strong and prevailing prayer life. Through the Holy Spirit. Even now I pray for a great and mighty haul of souls into the kingdom. Your glory covers the earth today and the souls of the unconverted are impacted with the light of your gospel, turning them from darkness to light and glorious liberty of the sons of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, study. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 8. I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Without wrath and doubting. Doubting. There's something about lifting holy hands. When you lift holy hands, your prayers rise like a sweet-smelling incense unto the Lord. Alright? So, make it a habit. Make it a culture to pray with your hands lifted up. Luke 18 and verse 1 to 5. Then he spoke a parable to them. The men always ought to pray and not lose heart. This is Luke 18 and verse 1 to 5. Saying, there was in a certain sitting city a judge who did not fear god nor regard men now there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying get justice for me from my adversary and he would not for a while but afterward he said within himself though i do not fear god nor regard man yet because this widow troubles me i will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me let me repeat the last two verses and he will not for a while let me pick it from verse three now there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying get justice for me and from my adversary 
and he would not he would not for a while but afterward he said within himself though i do not fear god nor regard man yet because this widow troubles me i will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me all right like the judge had her because of her persistence let us persist in prayer all right shalom 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 thank you so much uh, for being part of Diaries of a Girl in Love with Jesus. I really, really appreciate your feedback. Thank you very much. I thank you that this, uh, that for sure this podcast is a blessing to you. It is all by the glory and the, by the grace of God that I am able to do this. Honestly, I do not boast in my own efforts, not even in my own voice. It is by the Spirit of God, not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of God. So all glory unto the Lord. For everyone that is being blessed by this podcast, I give glory to God. And please, um, I've got a favor to ask. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please share it with someone else so that they may be blessed as well. Uh, God bless you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you again tomorrow for hashtag wake up with diaries of a girl in love with Jesus. And to the last segment where I get to lead you to Christ. Let's keep shining on and praying on. Shalom. So maybe you're listening to this uh, rhapsody, this devotional today, and you're wondering, what does it mean to be in Christ? What is uh, Felista Christ talking about when uh, she's talking about being in Christ? 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. When you get born again, you receive, you are born with the life of God. A life that surpasses this physical life that you've known for the number of years you've been in this earth. So to be in Christ is to walk in the newness of life that he has availed for you. So how do you be, how do you become in Christ. I'm trying to get the verb of be in Christ. But yeah, how do you get born again? How do you have this life of God? How do you walk in this newness? Simply by repeating these words that I'm going to tell you to repeat. It's you confessing the Lordship of Jesus Christ over your life. I say it over and over for sure. No cliche that this is the best decision that I have made. Being born again has let me, has made me realize who I am in Christ. Being born again has let me know what God thinks about me. It has taught me to accept the immense love that God has for me. That love that he displayed through Jesus Christ. And this is the love that he has bestowed to the whole world. His whole idea is that no one will perish, but that everyone may have eternal life. But this life only comes when you confess his lordship. So why is it important? Why? You see, 1 John 5, 11 says that 
And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have the son does not have life. This eternal life can only be found in Christ. All right. Outside Christ, there is no life. I repeat, outside Christ, there is no life. It may look like you're thriving. It may look that it may look like you're thriving. It may look like you're living it. But outside Christ, honestly, there is no life. Everything is mortal. Everything is vanity. Life is only in Christ. Because that was his sole purpose when he came into this world. He came that we may have life and have it in abundance. Have it in full. Alright? And this is the chance I am giving you. So if you're saying this year that I want to live in a way that pleases God, I want to have a relationship with my creator. I want to know who God ordained for me to be. I want to know what my purpose in life is. I know for sure I am not a mistake, but why exactly did God create me? If this is what you're thinking about, if these are the thoughts that have been impressed upon you as you are listening to this audio, as you are listening to this message, please repeat this prayer after me. Oh Lord God, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that you sent him to die for my sins. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord of my life. I believe that he died and that he was raised again. So right now, I receive eternal life through my faith in Jesus Christ. I am born again. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Congratulations. If you have repeated this prayer, congratulations. You are now born again. All right. And please reach out to me so that I am able to work with you intentionally. All right. You can email me at felistachrist at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Diaries of a Girl in Love with Jesus. You can find me on Twitter at felistachrist and on Facebook at felistachrist as well. All right. So that we can work together. All right. And let me pray for you. If, if you've, um, you've said this prayer and you don't even feel like reaching out, that's totally fine with me. All right. So I'll just pray for you so that you're filled with the spirit of God. Father, you tell me in your word that whatever we ask of you, that you will give anyone who asks of you the spirit of God. And on the behalf of that person that has given their life to Christ this day, I pray that you may fill them with your precious Holy Spirit, that you may inundate every fiber of their being with your precious Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen and amen. Glory, 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 glory. Shalom, shalom, shalom. There is a party in heaven because you have confessed the Lordship of Jesus, the one and only lover of my soul. Shalom and thank you so much. I love you and congratulations. Yes, feel free to leave a voice message, all right? And shalom. Shalom.